Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. How are you? I am good. I am good. A little hot. It's still a little roasting outside. It summer. is. Fall's coming. Fall is coming. Yes. I know it, there's just a slight tinge of fall. Just Have you felt little, it? A little bit. I, I smell it. But then it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. All right. Well, we're continuing our marriage series. Yes, we are. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk a little bit about love languages, what it is. Oh, love languages. And uh, Gary Chapman, Dr. Gary Chapman, wrote The Five Love Languages, a great book. Yes. I got a lot of my knowledge. And uh, he's got a lot of different five love languages, books for couples. Children. Yeah. uh, People, even the workforce, people in in the workforce. Uh, family members. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. definitely check that out. He also has a website where you can actually get an app that goes along with it. We'll have to put that in the show notes. You take the, um, you take the, uh, assessment. Thank you. Yeah. There's a free. free assessment yeah. that you can take and then you can download the app and it actually gives you little reminders mm-hmm. like, but, and, and to, Oh, have you done this for your spouse and things like that? It's really cool. So y'all have to it, check it out. It's pretty groovy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That goes back to what? Um, 70s? 60s. You're showing your age. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the love languages and you know something love languages can change. Well, can't they? We'll get into that in a minute. Oh, okay. so maybe I'm wrong. Well, or maybe I'm right. We can debate that. <laughs> okay, let's debate that. Love okay. is a confusing word in our society. It True. usually begins as a little tingle in our or little butterflies in our tummy, and you know, uh, <laughs> did you ever have that? You had that with me, didn't you? I did have that with you. You know, I saw you, and I think, oh, he's Ooh, cute. Yeah, you know, little butterfly. I was a security guard at Southern Baptist you Theological. You were. Yeah. You were. Yes. Yes. Well, and then it becomes kind of an emotional obsession. Oh. And then it often ends uh, pretty painful. It can. It can, yeah. Okay. But a but lot it of times, the Bible, a lot of times, I think we have the wrong idea what love is. We throw that word around so yeah. easily. I love pizza. I love, oh, right, right. Yeah. And, and there's three There's three Greek words in the Bible. Okay. In the New Testament. That, it's all Greek to me. Yeah. Well, there's... <laughs> Eros. Okay. We get the word erotic. All right. And that's most sexual love. Okay. And then there's uh, uh, phylos, which is uh, brotherly love. Mm-hmm. You get the word Philadelphia from that. Right. Brotherly love. And then there's agape, which is divine love. Okay. And I think that most people in our culture are looking at eros. Right. The um, erotic. Just inundated. Right. And, uh, well, yeah. Commercials, TV, movies, just everything's focused on that like that is the epitome of love which is not no and and, and you know the bible does mention in judges mm-hmm. uh 14 1 through 3 with samson and song of solomon talks about the woman in love and the man in love in a mm-hmm. more erotic type of love which is important inside the marriage it does right it does absolutely but the bible does not emphasize this kind of love. true as a matter of fact in marriage god brought eve to adam mm-hmm. and a lot of before our courtship is kind of foreign to the, uh, uh, you know, society at that time in Palestinian or Palestine, Jerusalem, Israel, mm-hmm. and culture. It was more of a uh, pre prearranged marriage. Ah, uh, yeah, true. And so, but God uses all types, and it's not that this is wrong. You know, courting is good. That's the way we do it in our culture. Right, dating. Mm-hmm. 
But the average lifespan of the in love feeling is two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. The in love feeling. In love feel. Yeah. Okay. And then basically it, 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 you either go on into that uh, phylos, agape, or it doesn't work out. Well, the deep, I mean, it's a deep love. Mm-hmm. It, it morphs into or changes into. Interesting. Okay. And love is a choice. I mean, look at love as an attitude uh, with appropriate behavior. In Ephesians chapter 5, it talks about husbands love your wives. True. Uh, and and, and um, so that's important. Love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Love is a way of behaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark chapter 10, 45 said Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Right. And I think that love is, is an action. It is an action. It's not just words. Right. Uh, so uh, basically, Dr. Chapman comes up with this uh, idea that love is to a degree a choice. But it's even more than that. Mm-hmm. It's a necessity. Mm-hmm. And when we look at uh, Maslow's pyramid, and many people know what Maslow's pyramid uh, is, mm-hmm. um, it, secular, and it still includes the physical needs, safety needs, belonging, and love needs. Okay. God has wired us to want to feel and be loved. True. But at the same time, that need that we have, many of us have been wired. Uh, to be more of a certain need to feel loved than others. Okay. So talk to us about that. Well, the first love language out of the five love languages Gary, uh, Dr. Chapman uh, uh, has found is words of affirmation. Can you explain a little bit of what that means? Words of affirmation, encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, words of uh, encouragement, uh, praise. Like you look uh, nice today. Yeah. I like the way you handle that situation. Right. You fix that meal. So great. Things like that. And it's just like when you praise a, pu- a dog or a puppy. <laughs> and you say, good dog, good dog. Oh. And, and the puppy looks at you and uh, he's all proud tail. of himself. Yeah. But the person, I'm, I'm being kind of silly. <laughs> Are you calling people that have words? No, <laughs> no. But the person that needs that to feel loved, they're right. kind of like, oh, thank you. Yeah. It makes them feel perky. Right. <laughs> okay then you that, like that's that? A, that okay. was an interesting word Coming okay, new word. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, so the first love language that dr chapman is uh, found was words of affirmation okay so just encouragement orally telling your partner how much you pre- or your child uh how much you appreciate them whichever relationship you're talking about important okay and the apostle paul writes in first corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 we he says we all possess knowledge but Knowledge puffs up while love builds up. Ah, so words of affirmation. When you're doing that, you're building, if if your partner has that or your child, you're building up that person, Mm -hmm. making them feel better about themselves. And and if a child has been in an abusive family Mm -hmm. or or your spouse has been even in, a lot of times they will kind of tend to be words of affirmation. They're craving that appreciation. And encouragement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. The second one is quality time. Quality time. And quality time is kind of, well, I'll start off with the Word of God because the Word of God is the authority and, sure. uh, that we look at. But the the Word of God shows us that um, he appointed 12 in Mark 13, 14. He appointed 12 mm-hmm. that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach or mm-hmm. proclaim the gospel. Mm-hmm. And during, you know, during Jesus's time with the disciples, 
he had a lot of quality time with them. He had lessons and yes. conversations and stories. Meals. They would sit down and, and talk. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that's important with families, with couples, with marriage. And, you know, that quality time, that love language, I think would be even more hard today to feel because we are living in such a fast-paced society. Mm -hmm. So if you know, you know, the person that you're in a relationship with has that, you basically have to slow down and make sure that you spend that quality time together. Um, our daughter likes to talk about this. Oh, I want an experience. I don't want a gift. I want an experience. So that goes along with the quality time and how important it is. And I think also with the technology that we have. Oh, my goodness, yes. We're all glued to our phones and our computers, and it's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's... Myself included. Well, yeah, it's an addiction. Right, and I work online, so I'm online a lot. Yeah. You know, so we just have to really... Like, recently, we went on a cruise, and we were so excited because we didn't get the internet package, and Mm -hmm. we were away from our technology, um, and it was nice. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we need to, to do more of those things, I think. You know, 20 minutes just getting together and talking, uh, having quality time together. With no interruptions. It would really, really help fill that tank of right. that, those needs. Turn off your notifications. Turn off yeah. your, put them away. Instagram. Yeah, turn all that stuff, all that stuff up, yeah. off and, and spend that quality time together. That's good. And the third gift that many people have, mm-hmm. uh, we found, is 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 gifts, receiving so gifts. The gifts. love language of receiving yes. gifts. Okay. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave mm-hmm. his only begotten son. God's the epitome of all the Absolutely. love languages. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, he's the epitome. He gave everything. Mm-hmm. And for us, for our sin, Absolutely. by grace through faith, we have eternal life. What We can't outgive God. And just a side note, yeah. if you don't have the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, yeah. you need to do that. That's the best decision you'll ever make. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and if God, you know, God, you know, uh, that is, there's no other thing more important than that. Having a Just relationship. Having an eternal yeah. life. All right, back to languages. So the the third love language is giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Giving gifts. Some people, that's how they feel up. I right. mean, uh, giving flowers or um, uh, maybe giving a brand new car or something like a mm-hmm. Porsche. Or, Are you trying to say I'm that that's kidding. what you want? Just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, really, gifts, there are gifts. I mean, it could be little. It doesn't have to be big. It, right. it encourages. That makes them feel loved. Just like a little note. Yeah. Or like a little Hershey's kiss or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, just it doesn't have to. Giving gifts doesn't have to be big if you have that love language. I think sometimes we feel like everything has to be elaborate. Everything has to be big. But gift giving doesn't have to be big. And that's our culture, too. True. Well, that yeah. is very true. Yeah. Um, the fourth one is acts of service. Acts of service, fourth uh, love language. John uh, wrote in First John chapter three, verse eighteen: "Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth." That's just as simple as like taking out the garbage or washing the dishes or you know fixing supper, yeah. things like that. Cutting the grass, <laughs> cutting the yeah. grass, yeah, digging holes. Yes, <laughs> am I digging a hole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. The acts of services are good. (laughs) 
Well, and then there's physical touch. So this is the last level. This language. is the last. Okay. Yeah. You didn't stay on that. Gives the service well, that, too much. That's yours. <laughs> it's not that's really. Exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Just so the kidding. fifth one is, say it again. Uh, it, the fifth one is physical touch. Physical touch. Okay. Uh, and this one is illustrated by Jesus in Mark chapter 10, 13 through 16. Mm-hmm. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, mm-hmm. but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw, saw this, he was indignant. He was angry. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Mm-hmm. And he took the little children in his arms and placed his hands on them and blessed them. So this is physical touch. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this one. You know, this is the person that likes to cuddle and touch and everything mm-hmm. like that. And and I can imagine a person that maybe was abused through their life being married to somebody that likes physical touch. That would be difficult. That would be difficult. That would take a lot of therapy, I think, yeah. and work. Uh, there are creative ways. Right. Uh, because people do, as we're going to get to in a second, mm-hmm. they have a secondary love language mm-hmm. usually. True. That's close to the, the primary. Yeah. That can kind of compensate for that. Right. Um, there's some things I don't necessarily agree with him on, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that in a second. Well, that's good. But I think it's yeah. important if you've never taken this assessment, it's very important. And you can just Google it, you know, five love languages assessment, because I think it's important to know what your love language is, and especially what your marriage partner's love language is. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think that. We have innately wired in us by mm-hmm. God right. a need to feel love. Now, you're going to have to convince me that things don't change because I really feel like I've changed. I disagree with him here. And you brought that up at the beginning. I know I did. I'm bringing it up now. And I agree with you. <laughs> I, he says they don't. I'm just and I love about Dr. That. Chapman. He's great. I think yeah. he's right on. I don't think they, I think when you've been through circumstances and you've gotten older, Right. Uh, I think that my little knowledge, my little brain says it can. You've got a lot of knowledge. You don't have a little brain. Well, I know. Thank you. You oh, want well, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut the grass later. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have somebody to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, but 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 I think that I think they tend to, you know, what he says to that. Okay. This is what he says. Talk about that. He says that some people, their primary and secondary are very close. Okay. And so say their primary, they're, you know, they can actually compensate with their secondary. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I know what he's saying, but that's kind of, to me, changes as you, as you go. Well, let's situation. think about this. Okay. I think when we first got married, I was more of a gift person, gift person mm-hmm. and physical touch. Mm-hmm, you were. And I'm just not much of a physical per- touch person right now, now. And I'm not just because circumstances we've been through. We won't go into that, but in, and gifts, I, I don't care about gifts now. I'm we, more of a quality time I now. Either. I want to yeah. spend time with you. I want to spend time with the kids, you know, friends. I'm more of a quality time Church, person. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I've changed too. Yeah. And I think uh, I you used, used to be, be huge touch. Yeah. Uh, but now it's more, you know, I do like words of affirmation. I think that I do right. tend to that one as well as quality time. I think both of us are more on the quality time level yeah. now than we've ever been. Yeah, I, And that's interesting to have the same love language, I think. I think it's good. I think it's rare. It doesn't have to be. It's it rare. is rare. Because almost always, I say almost right. always, it, it, it's opposites. And you know that we've also had 
a marriage where a lot of our marriage, we've been in the same ministry field mm-hmm. or the same kind of like, we're we, we both work from home mm-hmm. now. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, I think things can change. So, you know, I'm not, Dr. Smiley, I'm sorry. I just don't necessarily agree. Dr. That Chapman. Can. Chapman, I'm Smiley's sorry. Smiley's good too. Smiley's good too. Dr. Chapman, I just think it can change because I know we have. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll stop debating. Well, like, you know, like we were saying, and he affirms this, that yeah. husband and wife seldom have the same love language. Right. Uh, and we didn't. We're we're rare. We're, we're well, an exception to the rule. We've always been a bit we different. Are, yeah. <laughs> um, people that know us know we're a little different. <laughs> also, typically people speak their own love language. True. They will speak what they need. Right. And how they say it. True. Yeah. True. Uh, and but the key is learning the other love language, other, other person's love language. Definitely, it's very important because you know we can speak what we need, and we need to mm-hmm. because we need to speak up for our needs. Yes, but a lot of times we feel we need to help our spouse mm-hmm. with our own love language, <laughs> and they don't have our love. Language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done things like that in the past, and we've seen others do that in the past. Um, so that little app, y'all should, we're going to have to put all this on the, on the show notes. The little app is really cool because if you need reminders, I mean, sometimes, okay, sometimes you need reminders, unfortunately, because we're so fast paced to do a love language to, to, you know, to, how would you say it? Fill your, the bucket, love, love bucket, the love tank. And so yeah. sometimes you need reminders. So get that little app. It'll help with that. And so, yeah, yeah. And so the common questions people ask, can a person have more than one love language? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's usually a primary, secondary. Right. Um, and like we said before, uh, he doesn't believe they change. Mm-hmm. I think in unique situations, they can, they can change. Yeah. Life life happens and life can cause and, our and personalities, not to change wholeheartedly, but sometimes little you know, little and, things. And then one question people commonly ask, is the love language hereditary or learned? And his answer is they don't know for sure from research. Hmm. But I I tend to think there's a combination. It's, it's a combination of how our her, her, uh, her, heritage, mm-hmm. our genetics, right. and environment. I, I agree. I think... Yeah. And those things can also, I think they can change. He wouldn't say they could change, but I think you can come into a relationship with that. And then if you have a very healthy and sometimes unhealthy, that can change as well. Relationship. Absolutely. So definitely. Uh, and I think some ways to discover this is we the his assessments. I think mm-hmm. you're going to put that on, yeah, uh, for people to to look at. Yes. Uh, but observing other the, your spouse's behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do they complain about most? Getting off of your phone so you can watch those things because so many times we're buried. I'm I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Yeah. I'm speaking to the choir. But yeah, I think you need to observe uh, the relationship, your relationship, and see what do they respond to. If you ever hear your spouse saying, "We don't spend enough time together," what's that saying? That's saying we need some quality time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're never we never are, are you know cuddling or anything, right. holding hands. Yeah. Um, I, I think that we got to be more attentive and we I do. don't think, I think couples in society in general, like we mentioned, just, we're just very occupied with technology. Go somewhere and do some people watching Yeah, and you're going to see, I mean, everybody's buried in their phones and their iPads. I mean, like you get on an airplane, everybody's mm-hmm. nose is on their phone or they're talking or something. You're at the, watching people at the mall or you're watching people, you know, everybody has a device. And and I bring this back all the way to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus 
he is the epitome of love language. Definitely. Uh, he, we see all these demonstrated in his life. Right. Um, you know, the uh, uh, words of affirmation, mm -hmm. uh, gifts. He lived all of touch. the love languages. He did. We need to read, I mean, read the Bible, read the gospel, see the various and in, the different uh, authors of the gospels. Absolutely. They show different ways of Jesus. John went from an angry man to a loving man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an example of how the love language changed through the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. So definitely a gospel study of how Jesus used love language would be a great thing for you to do to help you learn how to better love uh, your spouse. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope everyone's doing well out there. Shout out to everyone that's uh, listening. And I hope that the Lord is teaching and good things are happening. Mm -hmm. And I've I pray that God will take your mess, turn it into a message for God's glory for your good. Have a good one. Reach out to us, Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadows.org. We have a Facebook page. We have Twitter. Um, if you search for me on LinkedIn, I put these um, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, so please reach out to us. Let us know how we can pray for you. Let us know uh, if you need uh if you need counseling or something like that, we're happy to help. So have a great day and God bless you. Have a good one.